Welcome to the Girl Means Business Podcast. I'm your host, Kendra Swalls, a former teacher turned entrepreneur here to help you navigate the messiness of mom life and biz life. Each week, my guests and I will share our experiences, insights, and tips to help you move your business from survival mode to success mode. So grab your favorite drink and let's dive in because this girl means business. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 187 of the Girl Means Business podcast. Now, it occurred to me the other day that I have not done a full episode on email marketing in a hot minute. And so today, we're going to dedicate this whole episode to email marketing 101. So we're taking it all the way back to the basics of how to start an email list. And I wanted to do this episode now because we're coming up towards the end of the year, Everybody's getting into holiday mode, and then we're going to be getting into the first of the year, and that's when a lot of you are going to start looking into implementing some new things in your business, making some changes, maybe looking at really evaluating what's working and what's not working in your business. And if you're not already using email marketing, or maybe you started it and you've kind of let it die off, or you have an email list, but you haven't really checked on it in a while... I want this episode to really kind of revitalize you, to get you excited about jumping into email marketing for your business. And if you're someone who email marketing is brand new to you, maybe you have heard people talk about that you should have an email list, you've never really done it, it feels complicated or overwhelming, or maybe you just think, well, email's dead, so why would I use email? I want this episode to help change that for you. I want this episode to help get you excited about it. And I think you're going to find that email marketing is way easier than what we've been led to believe. So today what I want to do is I want to walk you through four really simple steps to help guide you through getting an email list going or to revitalize an email list that maybe you started and have kind of neglected. Now, really quickly, before we get into step one, I want to remind you that I have a couple of really great tools to help you with your email marketing. So the first one is a free email marketing starter kit, which I'll refer to a couple of times in this episode because a lot of the things we're going to talk about in this episode relate back to the starter kit. So you can go to girlmeansbusiness.com slash email kit or go down to the link in the show notes and grab it. But it's a free kit that walks you through everything we're going to kind of talk about today. Plus, you're going to get templates. Templates are my favorite. I love templates. So you're going to get a lead magnet template and a welcome series template. And if those ideas, those words sound scary, trust me, by the end of this episode, they will not be scary at all. And you'll be so excited you have those templates. So head over to the show notes or go to girlmeansbusiness.com slash email kit to grab that free email starter kit right now. All right, the next thing I have for you, and this is getting a little bit ahead, but I promise it'll all make sense, is if you have an email list started or you're like, Kendra, I'm going all in, I'm going to make this thing happen, give me all the resources, I got you. I also have a program called the Inbox Insider. Now, Inbox Insider is kind of the complete email marketing program that you need to help you build your email list, but also it gives you email templates for an entire year. 
So if you're sending out one email a week for an entire year, I have all of those emails ready for you to send. All you have to do is customize a few things, personalize a little bit, and then it is ready to go. So it's kind of like a done for you email program that you don't have to put a ton of energy and thought into. These are all relationship building emails, which we'll talk about when we get to step four of today's episode. But I also have things like sales emails, welcome emails, list cleaning emails, lead magnet ideas, uh, subject line generators, all these things are in there. So you can head to girlmeansbusiness.com slash inbox, or it's linked down in the show notes and go get signed up for that today. The great thing is guys, all of that is just $47. That's it. $47. I have lost my mind, but because it's getting close to the end of the year and I want as many of y'all to take advantage of this as possible, it is only $47. So make sure you go and grab that along with your email marketing starter kit. All right, let's dive into it. And we're going to start with why. Why do you even need an email list? Because it's not the shiny, sexy thing in marketing. That would probably be social media. But it is a really, really great foundational tool. Now, I saw someone post on Instagram just this morning as I was getting ready to record this. It was perfect timing. And she posted something and said, not everybody's on Instagram. Not everybody's on Facebook. But everybody has an email. Think about that. Everybody has an email. They probably check it at least once or twice a day if it's a personal account. If it's a business account, they're probably on their way more often. Everybody has email. In fact, I would be hard-pressed to find someone over the age of 18 who does not have an email address. But again, like she said on her post, it's true. Not everybody's on Facebook. Not everybody's on Instagram or TikTok or LinkedIn or Twitter. And so if you really want to have a way to reach everybody that could potentially be your client, this is the way to do it. Now, the other reason is with these shiny platforms like social media, which are great and they're free and they're incredible for growing an audience, we don't own that platform. We don't own our following. And guys, as scary as this is, I see it happen all the time. These accounts on Instagram, big accounts, small accounts, for no apparent reason, will just get removed. Whether it's by accident or they get hacked or Instagram deletes their account in some mass cleanup of some kind and it's they can't get it back. Whatever happens, they lose all of that hard work they put into growing their audience and they lose a way of reaching all of those people. I have personally seen this happen with someone who had over 24,000 followers on Instagram and she was devastated. She was like, that is what I was putting like all of my time and energy into and I was growing this audience and now literally overnight it's gone, completely gone. And she never got it back. She had to start over from scratch. And so with email, you own your list. That list is yours no matter what platform you go to, no matter how long it sits there, used or unused. Those people on your list are yours to reach out to no matter what. And so the great thing is, is that with social media, if you decide, hey, I'm going to grow this following on Instagram, and Instagram's been so great, it's awesome, blah, blah, blah. You grow this following. Let's just say you have 10,000 followers on Instagram. 
And then you start to realize, you know, I don't really love Instagram anymore. I think I want to start building an audience over on YouTube. Well, you don't get to take all 10,000 of your Instagram followers and hop them on over to YouTube. But with email marketing, with your email list, if you start off on one platform and you build an email list and you realize this platform's not working for me, I need to go use this other platform that has more features that I like, your entire list comes with you. And you don't even have to tell them that you're switching platforms because they're never going to know the difference. It's so powerful and it, it stands the test of time. Email marketing stands the test of time. You know, we've seen all these social media platforms that have popped up and died off, popped up and died off. And so if you have built an audience on MySpace or Vine and know those, those no longer exist anymore, they're not being used, then you now have to just completely start over on a new platform. You don't have to do that with email marketing. The third reason why email marketing is so great is it's a really, really great way to build personal one-on-one connections. When you post something on Instagram, your audience knows you are posting it for the masses. It doesn't feel personalized. But when you send an email, and there's so many great ways to personalize your emails with these platforms that we're using, it can feel like the person on the other end is going, oh, she sent that just for me. Or it feels like it's just a one-on-one conversation with you and a friend. And again, you don't get that on social media. But with email, you do. And you're able to really dive deep and have conversations. And people reply to emails. Guys, people reply to emails all the time when I send them out. It's one of my favorite parts of the week because 99% of the time, unless I forget and it's a day or two late, but my emails go out on Wednesdays, the same day that these episodes go live. So if you're listening to this episode, the same day it goes live, you're probably also getting an email from me. And it's so fun because for the next day or two, I'm getting responses from people. I'm getting replies from people, whether it's asking a follow-up question, answering a question I asked in the email, just saying how much they appreciate the tip or saying like, hey, I know you were talking about X, Y, or Z, but I have a question about this. Can you help me? And I love that. And in fact, some of you listening may be the ones that are responding to my emails and I appreciate it so much because I absolutely love having conversations. And while on social media, you may get comments and you can reply, you may get DMs. It's just not quite the same as it being in an email setting. Again, it just has a more personal feel to it, and it feels like you're building one-on-one connections. You're just doing it in a little bit more of a mass way. So now that we have the why down, let's get into the how. How do you build an email list? All right, so step one is you need to have an email platform, a dedicated email platform. Now, I have people sometimes that'll say, well, I have a Gmail account. Can I just use that because it's free? No. Unfortunately, legally, you you can't. Um, There's some reasons which we'll get into. It's also way more difficult. So if you want to actually build an email list that you plan to communicate with on a regular basis, it needs to be done through an email marketing platform like MailChimp or ConvertKit or AWeber or Flowdesk. And if all those names sound really intimidating, don't worry. I'll kind of break it down in a second. But here's the reasons why. One, 
legally, you have to give people the option to choose to opt in and opt out. So that means that they have to say in some shape or form, I want to be on this email list or at the bottom of your email, they have to have the option to say, I no longer want to be on this email list. We've all seen those emails. You scroll to the bottom and you click unsubscribe. You have to give people that option. And so the only way to do that is by using these email marketing platforms. Gmail, Yahoo, all those things are not going to let you add that unsubscribe option. It's just not how they are set up. Now, another reason that Gmail is not going to work is that it's just too complicated to get everybody's emails into an email every single week. It requires you to keep a spreadsheet somewhere. And then what if you want to segment your list out, which we'll talk about in a second, you have to have that ability. And it's just, you're adding more work to your plate. And honestly, for the cost of an email platform, it's so worth the time you get back from trying to do this on your own. So short answer, no, using just like a Gmail account will not work for helping you to build an email list. You need to be using a dedicated email platform. Now let's talk about the email platforms. You heard me mention a couple names a minute ago, and I'm going to divide them into two different categories. So you have sort of your basic email marketing platforms, and then you have your more advanced. Now the more advanced ones are going to be like your ConvertKit and your AWeber. I have used ConvertKit, and it's a great platform. It just has a lot of bells and whistles that I personally did not need. And I was paying a lot more, upwards of $80 to $100 a month for that platform because it's based on how many subscribers you have. And so the more subscribers you have, the more you're paying for that service. The other two that I mentioned, the MailChimp and the Flowdesk, I would consider those more entry-level platforms. Now, MailChimp is the very first platform I ever used when I started my email marketing, and they typically have a free plan you can sign up with. I think it's up to like maybe 500 subscribers for free. Again, they're going to have that same model of the more subscribers you have on your list, the more money you pay. The problem I have with MailChimp is that it's very plain. I have a very visual brand between my photography and even my coaching business. Like it's all very pretty. I want the visuals to be very pretty. And I felt like MailChimp just didn't really deliver on that part. It also felt very clunky to use. And that's a very technical term there. It's clunky, but I don't know. I just felt like it was hard to navigate. And granted, I haven't used it in several years. So feel free to go and check it out and see what you think for yourself. Now, the platform I'm currently with is Flowdesk. Now, Flowdesk is a very new platform within the last couple of years. They're still kind of adding features and growing, but that's one of the reasons why I like it. I like that I can be in kind of on the ground floor of something, and they're doing things a little bit differently. They're focusing more on sort of creating really visually appealing uh, emails, and they're really, really easy to use. The other benefit of Flowdesk that is, in my opinion, the big selling point here is that they don't charge you based on how many subscribers you have. You pay a flat fee per month for everything. Like no matter how many subscribers you have, you're paying the same price. So if you have 12 subscribers versus 1,200, both of you are paying the same amount of money, which I think is great because... The reason that I would get frustrated with those other platforms is that 
it was like I was being punished for growing this email list because now they're charging me more. So Flowdesk allowed me to focus on growing my list without the fear of like, well, now are they going to double my payment because I've crossed over this line of how many people I can have under that certain plan. I will have a link to Flowdesk down in the show notes. So if you want to check it out, you can. I do. This is the platform I recommend to all of my clients. I just really feel like that it is a great starting point for anyone who is new to email marketing. Now, another thing that you can do with an email marketing platform that's really cool is you can segment your list. And I mentioned this kind of earlier on when I was talking about why not to use Gmail. When you are collecting emails into your email list, what's really cool is you can divide them up. So I'll use the example of my photography email list. So when somebody comes to my website, they see a pop-up and they can sign up for this lead magnet, which we'll talk about that in a second too, but they can choose what type of photo shoot they're interested in. So for example, if someone says, I'm really interested in learning about boudoir sessions, or I'm really interested in learning about branding sessions, that's two very different things. Or I have the option to say, I'm here to learn about photography education. Again, very different than the other two. Then Flowdesk puts them into their own list based on what they said they were interested in. So now I can send out an email if I'm hosting a webinar that I think my photographer clients would be interested in, but they aren't necessarily, I'm not going to send it to the ones who have said they want to do a boudoir session. They probably don't care about photography education, but those who have said that they're interested in photography education, I can send an email just to that list. So again, this just simplifies how you're able to organize the people that are on your list through using an email platform that you can't do easily. You can't do easily if you're using just like a spreadsheet to keep up with your list. Step two, now that you have your email platform, it's time to start getting people on your list. But how do you do that? Here is the mistake I see a lot of people making. They will go out to their Facebook and their website and they'll say, join my newsletter. Guys, this is 2022. Nobody wants to join your newsletter. I love you. You're amazing. You probably have great stuff you're putting in that newsletter. Nobody wants it. So if you're at the point where you have created an email list and you're putting it out there saying, join my newsletter and nobody's signing up and you're frustrated, that's why. So what do you need to do instead? The idea is to provide something for free of value in exchange for an email list. It's called a lead magnet. A lead magnet, we've all fallen victim to this. The one that I get, gets me every time is I'll go to a website and I'm shopping for something and it'll say, enter your email to get free shipping. Well, yeah, I want free shipping. I don't want to spend eight or 10 bucks on shipping. So I'm going to put my email address in. Well, now I'm on their email list. A couple other examples are things like the 10% off your first order or download this free guide or grab this template. Those are all lead magnets. They are giving you something that you want in exchange for saying, hey, come be on my email list. Now, here's the thing with lead magnets. A little trick that maybe you've done or someone you know has done is, I know I personally have done this. I have an email address that I very, very rarely check. It's an old email from before I ever got married. It's maiden name, all that kind of stuff. And anytime I'm signing up for something that I really don't want to be contacted afterwards, I just want the thing, 
I give them that email address. Or like if I go into shop somewhere and they're like, oh, do you want to sign up for our email stuff and save 10% today? Well, yeah, I want the 10%, but I don't want your emails. I'm going to give you that other email address. So the key is when you're creating your lead magnet, you want to create something that entices them enough to want to give you their real email address. So two ways you can do this is by creating a lead magnet that's super exciting And two is letting them know the lead magnet will be delivered to that email address. So that way they're putting in an actual email address that they check so that they're getting that free lead magnet. Now, I'm not going to get too far in the weeds of how to create a lead magnet or different ideas for lead magnets, but I just want to say that lead magnets don't have to be this big elaborate thing. I see a lot of people spending a ton of time creating this amazing lead magnet And then it just kind of flops because they were so focused on creating this great thing that they didn't really focus on what is it that my audience is wanting. So when you are thinking about what kind of lead magnet can I create, I want you to spend some time listening to what your audience is asking for. Is there a question that your audience is constantly asking you about? Is there a problem that they're constantly coming to you with? And if you're a brand new business, go do what I call social listening. Go into Facebook groups and look and see what questions are being asked multiple times that you offer a solution to or you could offer a solution to. What comments are being made? What are things that your ideal audience is saying and asking for? And then create something Based on that, it could be as simple as a checklist. It could be a quick download guide. It could be a discount code. It could be a free trial. There's so many different things. It doesn't have to be anything super elaborate or detailed. It just has to be something that your audience wants and will help get them a quick win. If you're still kind of stuck on like what type of lead magnet to create, if you go back earlier in the episode, I talked about that email marketing starter kit that I have available in the show notes. There's actually a template, a Canva template for a lead magnet like PDF file. So go in there and kind of look and see what I have there and then that can help get your go in. It's also a great template to get you started if you want to create like a free downloadable guide for your lead magnet. Stay with us. We'll be right back. If you've been listening to the Girl Means Business podcast for any amount of time, then you know my love of email marketing runs deep. Not only is it a great way to generate new leads, but it's one of the most effective methods for nurturing warm leads and turning them into sales. Now, over the years, I've tested several email platforms, and my favorite by far is Flowdesk. Not only do they make email marketing simple and easy, even for the technically challenged, but they have everything you need to create stunning emails, capture leads, make sales, and automate the entire process, giving you time back in your busy day. And the cherry on top is you're only charged one flat fee no matter how many subscribers you have. So while other platforms will increase your price when you go over your pricing tier limit, Flowdesk has no price increases or hidden fees. If you're ready to give Flowdesk a try, click the link below in the show notes to save 50% off your first year. Let Flowdesk help you design emails people will love. Click the link below and check it out. I have a feeling you're going to love it just as much as I do. Step three is to create a welcome email or a welcome series of emails. 
Now, the beauty of using a marketing email marketing platform like Flowdesk is that you can create these and automate them so that anytime someone comes onto your email list, this it triggers this automation and it automatically sends them a series of emails over a set period of time. So for example, when you join my email list, I have a four-part welcome series that you get over the course of a week. So in that week, you're going to get four emails from me that welcome you to my email list, that tell you a little bit more about who I am, that share some of my favorite resources and podcast episodes with you. And then I set the expectations of what you're going to hear from me going forward and how often you're going to hear from me. So this is a welcome series. Here's why you need to be doing this. Imagine that you go to the park with your kids and you meet this other mom at the park and you hit it off. You're like, man, this is a great new mom friend. I'm so excited. You follow each other on social media. You exchange phone numbers and you're like, yes, we're going to get together. We're going to have coffee. We're going to plan all these fun play dates. It's going to be awesome. And then it's crickets. Like you don't hear anything. There's no follow up. There's nothing. You start to wonder like, wait a minute. Did she actually give me her, her real number? Are we at, was it really, maybe it was just me. Maybe we really didn't hit it off. And I'm just imagining, you start second guessing everything. The same thing happens when someone opts into your email list. They download this free thing or they get your lead magnet. They're all excited. Then they don't hear from you. And they're like, well, wait a minute. I thought this was like going to be something really great. And now here it is like crickets. So you want to have this really great welcome series of emails, or at least one, you can have multiple, that welcomes them into your email list, tells them who you are, because they may have found your lead magnet and have no clue who you are. So tell them who you are. Give them some reference to what you do and how you do it and what you offer them, and then set those expectations for when they can hear from you going forward. Again, in that email marketing starter kit that I've mentioned multiple times, you get a welcome series template. So you're going to get a template for, I believe, five emails that you can customize and create your welcome series. Easy peasy, done for you, ready to go. So again, go grab that down in the show notes. All right, last but not least, step four is creating connections by sending consistent emails. There's a lot of C's. Creating connections by sending consistent emails. What that means is that once you have people come onto your list, you want to stay in touch with them. So quick story, when I started my email list for the very first time, I don't even know, 2016, I think, I was like all gung-ho. I was like, yes, I got inspired. Jenna Kutcher inspired me to start this email list, so I did it. And I was like, I'm going to send out emails every single week. Well, I was teaching at the time, and I had a little one at home and I was pregnant with my second daughter. It was, it was chaos. And I stopped sending emails and it became so sporadic. And the only time I would send out emails was when I was asking for something. So I was saying like, Hey, I need a model for this photo shoot or Hey, I have a sale going, come book a session with me. And I started noticing that like my open rate was dropping, that people were unsubscribing because I wasn't using my email list to build connections. I was just using it as a way to like shout at people. Hey, look at me. (laughs) Come buy from me. Come spend your money with me. And that's not what people want. When they're getting your emails, they want to get emails that are going to make them feel like you are building a connection with them. So how do you do that? Well, 
consistency is key here. Consistency means that you need to have some sort of schedule where you are sending out emails on a regular basis. This might mean you send out one a month. It might mean you send out one every other week. Or ideally, and what I do is once a week. So every Wednesday, my email goes out. My audience is becoming aware of this and they look for that email. They know it's coming on Wednesday. And so consistency doesn't have to mean you're doing it a lot. It just means that whatever you know, rate that you choose to send these emails, you keep up with that because you're building trust. And if your audience doesn't trust that you're going to be good on your word, that you're sending out these emails this often, they're going to start to unsubscribe and lose faith. So you want to be consistent. Now, the other thing is I want you to follow the 80-20 rule. So 80% of your emails need to be about giving value and building connections. And then 20% can be asking or selling. Now, I'm not at all claiming to be a math whiz here, so just bear with me if I get this wrong. But let's assume that you are sending out one email per week for the entire year. So that's 52 weeks of emails. Now, if you're following that 80-20 rule, 42 of those emails are going to be value-based. You're sharing tips and resources and advice and stories and building connections. And only 10 emails out of the whole year are you going to be asking for them to buy, to purchase something? You're going to be asking for the sell. Now, granted, if you are you know doing a big launch and you send more than one email a week, then that could be a little bit different. But on average, if you are emailing your audience one time a week for an entire year, only 10 of those emails are going to be asking for a sale. So then what do you put in the rest of the emails? Well, think about your social media. This is where you know, repurposing content comes in. If you have a blog, if, you have, if you're putting content on Facebook and Instagram all the time, take the content you're putting out there and turn it into an email. Share stories. People love to read stories. Stories are a great way to build connections. Share a resource, even if it's not a resource that's yours. There's been multiple times when I've sent out emails and I've said, hey, guys, my friend Jessica's got this really great resource over on her YouTube channel. Go check it out because it's awesome. Again, I want to build connections. And when you think about your close friends, how many times do you text your close friends and go, oh, my gosh, guys, I found this incredible lip gloss at Ulta. You need to go check it out. Like, here's the link or whatever. Or how many times have you texted your friend and be like, you're not going to believe what just happened. The funniest thing happened today with my kid, blah, blah, blah. And you share the story. That's the same thing you can do with your email list. The whole point is you're building connections with you and your audience. Because then the next time that they think of, oh, I need someone to help me out with this project and you're a project manager, they're going to think of you. Or they're going to be like, oh, I need to hire a family photographer for my fall photos they're going to think of you because you're in their inbox every single week or every other week or however often you're sending them out, but you're building connections. It's not just saying, hey, check out what's been going on in my business. Your business is great, but nobody cares about what's going on in your business. They care about how does what you have to say impact me as a person? What are you offering me? And so you need to be providing them value. You need to be giving them something and then they will keep wanting to open your emails every single time. Guys, I, I love shopping at like the Gap 
and the whole like gap umbrella of stores, old Navy, all the things I got on their email list one time, they sent out, I kid you not nine emails one week in one week. I got nine emails from them. Every single email was basically the same thing was like, buy this, buy this, buy this, buy this. Okay. Which I get it. They're a huge retailer. They're just trying to get you to spend money, whatever. I could not unsubscribe fast enough. On the flip side, I was shopping. I was out of town and I was down in Austin one weekend and I was shopping at this little store and I ended up signing up for their email list and they had like home decor, but also like cute boutique type clothes and whatnot. And I thought, okay, I'll get on the email list. I'll get my little discount for being on their email list. And then I'll probably unsubscribe. Y'all, their emails are so good. Like I save them because they're that good. They will send out emails and one week it'll be like, here are three ways to make um, your living room couch look really cute with just the things you already have in your home. Or they'll be like, hey, it's coming up on fall. Here are three ways to make flannel look really cute and not make you feel like you look like a lumberjack. Like they know who they're talking to. And every time I open their email, I learn something, I get a tip, but it also reminds me like, ooh, I can go shop on their online shop. Even though I don't live in Austin, I can still shop their online store. And so I have not removed myself from that email list because they're giving me value, something I can put into practice and I can actually utilize. I feel connected to them and they're, they're front of mind. So when Christmas time rolls around or birthdays roll around, I go to their online store because I'm like, oh, what's something like fun and cute and different that's not, you know, from Target, love you Target, but they're not from Target. What can I get somebody? That's what's going to come to my mind is that little shop. That's what you want to do with your email list. You want to stay front of mind. And the best way to do that is to make people want to open your email by providing them value. All right, so that kind of wraps up our email marketing 101. I want to quickly remind you again, if you haven't heard enough already, you can grab your free email marketing starter kit down in the show notes or go to girlmeansbusiness.com slash email kit. It's going to walk you through everything we talked about today, plus give you those lead magnet and welcome series templates. That's the real gold. So you want to go download it for that. And then if you want to take it a step further and you want help building those weekly connection emails, those relationship building emails, go check out the Inbox Insider girlmeansbusiness.com slash inbox because you get all of those emails done for you. You just have to go in and kind of put in your personal touch and then they're ready to go. So you don't have to stress about sending out an email every single week that you're not sure what to say. It will have all that done for you. And it's only $47. So go check both of those out. And if you have any questions or you need help with your email marketing strategy, please don't hesitate to reach out. I love chatting with all of you. So head over to Instagram, send me a DM or send me an email and let's continue the conversation. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed the conversation as much as I did. And as always, you can find any links or resources mentioned in today's show down in the show notes. And if we're not friends outside of the podcast yet, then what are you waiting for? Come find me on Instagram at Girl Means Business and send me a DM letting me know what you thought of today's episode or any of the past episodes you've listened to. You can also take a screenshot of today's episode and post it to your stories tagging at Girl Means Business and I'll give you a shout out on my page. 
I love connecting with you and hearing all about your business and can't wait to get to know you more. I hope you have a wonderful week and I will meet you back here next week, same time, same place.